What's going on everyone? This is Dustin Stelzer with another episode of Journey to Master. Today we're going to talk about how to interview for an apprenticeship. Alright, so there are a lot of different ways that you can get into an apprenticeship. Really, if you can just get in to an apprenticeship, you're golden. But what do you do once you're in that room with the guy wearing the suit or you know, like you're you're actually sitting there, what do you say? A lot of people get into apprenticeships and they have no experience whatsoever. And I get so many uh, messages and comments from people like, I really want to do this, but it's so hard in my area to get in. I don't have any experience. I've never used a damn tool in my life. I just don't know how to get into this and even start going. Um, so there's a couple of different options to do that as well. Like I talk about trade school. Um, if you want to go to trade school, there's a lot of places like really big places um, that are heavily unionized. And so you have to go through the union to be in them. That's like New York City and LA, Chicago, Boston, you know, like places that are, are large build places. Um, a lot of other places that are like mediocre size, you know, like Austin, we have a union here, but it, I don't really meet any electricians that are in the union. Most of the people here, there's like 1500 electrical companies. Most of them are non-union. Um, so like getting into this tract is a little bit different. You know, you don't have to go to the union house and sit and go through their process and take all of the tests to try to get in. Um, with non-union, the route that I went, I was able to just sit down in front of the man that owned the company and talk to him. And uh, I've had a few different companies that I've interviewed with and talked to them and I've kind of worked through as, you know, I've, I've also hired before. So I know like an interview process that a lot of you, especially younger guys that are just now entering the workforce um, might be able to utilize. So here's the first thing. If you're going to go into an interview, uh, talking to people that haven't really interviewed before, you need to be on time. Like first and foremost, people in this trade, people in the trades, time and efficiency is a huge thing. If you're late all the time for work, you're not going to last long. So this whole video doesn't matter to you. You need to start setting your alarm 30 minutes earlier, waking up 30 minutes. 30 minutes is not a lot. Go to bed 30 minutes earlier so it doesn't kill you and get you off of your schedule. But you need to start waking up 30 minutes earlier than you normally do. That way you're not sliding into the shop every single day like at the last minute. Um, try to be there because you're new. You know, you'll see people that don't do that. But you want to make a great first impression and you want to make a great second and third and fourth impression. You want to be known for who you truly are. So if you can get into the habit of setting your phone earlier, waking up earlier, and making sure that you get to the shop like at least 15 minutes early every day, it's just a good habit to get in, especially when you're learning things. You're a student now, so you, it's kind of cool to be able to sit and talk to the older guys, the more experienced guys that are there, and shoot shit, like listen to terminology that they're talking about and kind of get an idea for what you're doing. You know, If you're sliding in last minute every day, it's almost like the most important thing you do every day, which is work is a is like a secondary thing to your life when in all reality it's the most important thing that you're doing because you're providing for your family you're trying to bring an income in so you need to treat it like that you need to take it very seriously um, this specifically in the trades like this is a career path you're not going to McDonald's to flip burgers and it doesn't really matter because you're probably gonna have another job in a year like this is a career path that you're going to set on and you're a student for the next four to five years depending on what state you're in most of the places it's four years but you need to at least make the first impression count 
And I'm going to talk about a, different, a couple of different ways in which you can do that, in which you can kind of stand out uh, throughout the video. But first and foremost, just be on time. Be early. Uh, there used to be a saying that I was told in high school, if you're, uh, if you're on time, you're late. If you're early, you're on time. Uh, but that's true. You know, it just shows that, you're, that you can kind of come in, wax, you're ready for the day. You're not like frantic coming into work. So that's number one. Number two, when you meet the boss, the guy that you're interviewing with, for a lot of, again, younger guys that don't really know this, uh, shaking somebody's hand, looking them square in the eyes confidently, not like you're scared, or, you know, like looking confidently in somebody's eyes, smiling and being like, hey man, how are you doing today? You don't have to say man. I mean, I'm younger, so if somebody says hey man to me, it's not an offensive thing. But a lot of these guys are older dudes, so uh, the procedure and like respect is a huge thing in these men and women. Um, but if you can if you can make the first impression that you give a firm handshake, you look people square in the eyes, you smile, you're confident, and you say, hello sir, how are you doing? My name is so and so, it's really, really good to meet you. You know, Be the one that speaks. Don't just wait and be soft-spoken and wait to be spoken to. Just a really good idea, because you're, you're, you're putting off an air of uh, likability. But again, you're trying to sell yourself to people that want to put an investment in you. So you kind of have to put on a sales face. You don't want to be fake. You don't want to be, you know, like pretend. I'm talking to people that don't have any experience in the field. You need to just at least make yourself appear to want to be around. Really, that's it. So if you give like a sloppy handshake and you're just kind of like, hey, how are you, you know, that just says a lot about your work character because people that bust ass and like work hard they have a kind of like a way that they walk and a demeanor and a way that they talk and everything and that's just a really important thing because people that are hiring they're looking for qualities lots of different qualities that are going to add up to can I form this person into a badass electrician or is this person just a waste of my time is do I see any value here so again you're not you don't have any skills right you haven't turned tools and wrenches, you don't know what you're doing. So instead of just being able to sit back like a journeyman might be able to at a new office somewhere and be like, man, I've been in industrial environments, I've done motor controls, I've done lighting control, I know what Novar is, Lutron, you know, spouting off all of these different things. I know how to troubleshoot, I've been in this and this. You can't rely on that. You have to rely on this person being like, you know what, this guy has no experience or this girl has no experience, but I like their style and I'm gonna give them a shot because I think I can turn him into an electrician. So that's my next point. Once you get to the, you know, sitting down, meeting, I think that it's important for you to do a lot of the talking. You kind of lead the interview and uh, allow them to ask you questions that they want. Don't cut them off, you know, it's their interview. They're there to hire you. They're the one in charge and in control and let them have that alpha seat. But you do want to talk about yourself and, you know, ask them questions, kind of shoot the shit with them a little bit because they're going to naturally start asking you, what have you done? Where'd you go to high school? Uh, have you ever done anything with tools before? And of course, like that's the one question you're sweating bullets on right now. And the honest answer is what I would tell you is if you used a screwdriver once to pry open your iPhone, don't say, you know, like, yeah, I've used screwdrivers. I know a little bit about tools. Don't bullshit them because they're going to know right away the real truth. These old dogs have been doing this shit for decades. They can tell somebody walking in is bullshitting by within two words of what you're saying. So what I recommend to do to people is tell them you know fucking nothing and that you're so excited that you know nothing. Say, you know what? 
I'm glad that you brought up the tool thing. I don't have very much experience in tools, but I am a badass worker. I work hard. When I, uh, when I want to do something, I stick to it. I set my mind to it. I figure it out. I, I can figure my way through problems. You want to build who you are, your character, what what kind of a person and individual that you are and they're looking for stability a lot of electrical companies funny enough they like to hire married people that have kids because it shows them they're gonna stick to something they're bound down they're not gonna just fly and like go places and be everywhere they've got mouths to feed so they you know if you're not married you don't have kids it's not in your detriment it's just to show what the kind of people that they're looking for breeds like stability and somebody that's going to be around for a little while and a trick that I tell people when they're interviewing it's a little bit of psychology but what you want to do is you want to build a picture in their mind of you wearing tools and being an electrician and instead of letting them see you as just a dude sitting in a chair that they're gonna you know see 50 other dudes in a chair you need to say to them what I want to do is learn. I want to soak up everything that there is to know in this trade. And I know that it's a four-year learning experience, but after my four years of me being here, what this is doing is it's putting a video in their mind of you wearing tools. So now you're not the guy I remember seeing in the chair, it's the guy I remember seeing tools. And you're gonna say things like, Again, I know that uh, it's a four-year track, but in the next four years, I'm gonna prove how badass of a worker I am and how hard I can hustle. I will work as late as you need me to work. I'll get there as early as you need me. I'm never gonna say no to you. If you need anything, you can rely on me, absolutely. I'm here to learn. Yes, I don't know anything, but that's why I'm here. I'm here to apprentice, I'm here to learn, and I want an education. I want a career. I wanna be, in 10 years, I wanna be an outstanding electrician. You know, I've seen these other electricians out there that are really able to troubleshoot and I want to learn how to do that and I've seen construction electricians and how they wire new places I want to learn that like I want to learn about solar I want to learn I want to learn 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 you just keep saying that over and over and so you tell them things like in five years when I'm still here I want to be this kind of an electrician and it's again it's just leaving a lasting image in their mind because they're thinking about it for a second and they're thinking yeah this kid's character like she's got a lot of gumption she's definitely a person of like you know she's gung-ho about things she's she's like a go-getter and now I'm seeing a picture of her wearing tools and busting ass and using that same kind of like badassness to you know turn wrenches and to pull wire and you start talking about I'd really like to be a crew lead at some point you know I would like to run my own jobs and I'd one day like have my own apprentice that I can teach again you're just building this thing in their mind so when you leave they're gonna remember that they're gonna also remember talking to you but they're at least they had a video enter in their mind of who you're gonna be and that's a really really powerful thing okay so the last thing that you want to do my last little tidbit of advice and this goes for any uh, job interview not just an electrical interview um, I've done this in the past with sales jobs and it works really well because you're in a sales environment so it's kind of a, a cool little trick to do that is a more of a psychological thing again that they don't really realize you're doing but that's to put them in the hot seat make them interview for you so one thing I always do is I start to ask questions towards the end I usually wait till the end if they're like well do you have any other questions I'll start saying things like yeah so just you know like be as truthful as possible with me but what are some of the the best things about this company and what are some of the worst things about this company and that 
gets them on more of an honest level. It actually knocks them down a peg psychologically because now they're not the glorious expert, awesome guy sitting in that chair. Now they're like, oh God, I got to figure out my flaws. And you can tell right away if they're being honest with you or dishonest because it just knocked them off their fucking guard. So if they try to bullshit some answers with you, you know, there's probably something in there that's an insecurity that they're not gonna share with you. But if they come out and say, you know what, it's really amazing you just asked that, we've been having a really hard time getting people to show up on time. Like that's just, it's just a problem. So like we really need to improve that or we have a high turnover rate. Like we get people in and then we train them and we spend all this money on them for a year and they end up bailing. So it just brings them down humbly and it puts them in your seat and puts you in their seat and that's an emotional thing so that sends emotions through their body it sends chemicals through their body which now is tying you to them harder because there's a memory there's a chemical memory inside of their body when they remember your face now all right so then the last thing that you want to say this is really huge another psychological trip is you want to you want to make them sell themselves to you so I always ask the last question in interview is I say you know what I really appreciate your time thank you so much for having me I uh, this seems like a really great company but I do have a question for you I have some other interviews coming up and I just want to know from you why should I pick y'all why should I pick this electrical company what's so great about y'all and don't be dickish about it be like what's so good about you but just be honest say just what do you guys rock stars at that I just can't find at one of these other companies. And again, it's knocking them down just a little bit of a peg and it's not anything out of disrespect. It's just taking them off of their role enough so that there's a feeling there and they remember this this like strength of character in you and this honesty and this willing to ask difficult questions because it's building character and it's just building again another memory of you so you're tying in you know who you are face to face you're giving a firm handshake you're like representing yourself well you were there on time um, you talked a lot about yourself, but you still allowed them to talk, uh, but you didn't seem shy and like sunken down in your seat and uncomfortable. You were chest out, you were engaging, you were really, you know, like you were present in the conversation. Um, they're probably gonna ask you some pre-formatted interview, you know, like name a time that you had to tell somebody a really tough message. I would tell them that you know what, I can answer as many pre-formatted you know, interview questions as you want to, but the real truth of the matter is I don't have any experience. I, I don't have these experiences where I have had a leadership challenge and had to make a hard decision. I'm new to the workforce, but that's why I wanna be here. I wanna learn all of that stuff. And again, just remind them that you are a humble student. You wanna put off a confident air that you're here to learn and that you're gonna ask as many questions as possible. Don't try to overspeak ever that you know a whole bunch. Don't try to make up things on the fly because it's hard. You get flustered when you get in a room with somebody that knows a lot and you're trying to pretend like you know a lot because you think that's what they want. But what they really want is brutal fucking honesty. They want strength of character. They want to know what kind of a man or woman are you? And are you going to be an asset? Because they already know that you don't know anything. They already know they're going to have to dump like years worth of money in paychecks to you every week to train you. You're going to make mistakes and even say that. Say, look, I know I'm going to make mistakes. I know I'm probably going to cost you money, but I really... I will make it worth your while. If you hire me, you are gonna have a badass employee for the next 10 years or you know, in five years, 10 years, 15 years, you're gonna have an employee that 
is going to change the game of your company. So again, like think about all these things and you may want to practice them if you're not like a very sociable person, if you're not a very confident person, a lot of that stuff, body language and how we, you know, how we're perceived by people is huge. And when somebody's going to give you an opportunity to work for them, what they're doing is putting liability in your hands. They're putting their company in your hands and trusting you with their baby, with something they have spent a lot of time developing. So you just have to make sure that you're exuding your best traits and who you naturally are but be humble be a student don't try to pretend like you don't you know that you know a bunch of shit that you don't and uh, leave a lasting impression with them use those things that I talked about little psychological things to kind of uh, build a picture in their mind and make it seem like they need to sell themselves to you but don't do it in a dickish way um, you could easily fuck this up and come off like a, like a douchebag so just be mindful of that uh, but it's some of the stuff that I've used and it's some of the stuff I've been the most impressed when other people have done. I got a sales job just based off of that, but I took a different one because the guy was a salesman and he was so surprised that I, that I made him sell himself to me and why I should go for his company. He was so damn impressed by it and then I went and picked another company. But anyways, try to use some of that stuff. If you have any questions at all, I've had so many people ask me about interviewing. Get at me at Instagram, get at me at Twitter, Facebook, wherever. Y'all know all the places. Um, but I'll definitely try to help you through the process if you have any more questions about this kind of stuff. my friend thank you so much for listening i hope you got some value out of that before you go just wanted to tell you about our memberships electricianu.com uh, has a membership uh, based subscription essentially so uh, we're all about trying to just pummel you with as much uh, electrical like knowledge content as possible so we figured a way to do it for people that are like super nerdy like me um, but you know we always have to pay for our continuing education every year for people that have like state mandated continuing education like I do here in Texas um, so all of our members whatever states you're from we're trying to get approvals in every state but we're well, all of that stuff's included all of our practice exams if you're going for your residential wireman exam your journeyman exam master exam we have simulated test environments that you can hop into they're timed, uh, but they also give you all the answers when you get stuff wrong, so you can kind of practice a little bit. We also have a thing called the Code Cannon, which is 300 questions, and it just shoots questions at you, and you flip through code and find them. And uh, it's not timed, so it's just a better way to just sit and practice and, and get familiar with flipping through that code book. That's the best way to learn it. Uh, we also have premium content for members, so it, it's videos, things that I put together that are not on YouTube. It's members only. We do members only chats in Discord. We have members only uh, fireside chats that I do once a month. We have a newsletter. So all of our instructors and myself, we write articles and we kind of do research and curate some content that can help teach people. But it's all it's a member based uh, deal. So you get an email every month with just tons of articles and stuff that we've put together, brand new content that's just in written form. Some of it might be videos, uh, some of it might be articles by other people in the industry, but it's called The Spark and it's this really rad newsletter. Um, we also have live instructions, so we 
have instructors that teach uh, classes every week um, on a whole bunch of different topics. But if you kind of want to get in with an instructor, with a you know a whole group of other people, and ask some questions about things, have some things clarified, maybe you're studying for your exam or anything like that, all of our members get all of those for free too. So uh, there's tons of stuff. You have free sticker packs. There's all kinds of crazy stuff. So there's a lot of value that we pack into our membership. So if you're interested in that, please check out the show notes. There's a link in it. Um, just go to electricianu.com and sign up for the membership.